Yeah. Hipsters. <laughs> now wait a hipster minute. Tell me if you feel it. We're fixing to fold our hands together. Time to get religious. Now let's get down to business. Be mindful in the spirit. But we get so ridiculous with our mindless politics in. No, no, I ain't finished. Tell me how you're living. Don't feel down the show promises to be so uplifting. No, you ain't seen it. But you can hear it. No need to fear it, folks. It's the hipster minute. What episode is hello, this? Hello, hello, hello. 34? 34. 34, Ezra. 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 What are you doing? I'm putting my phone inside of a tissue box. Do not take it. <laughs> I'm putting my phone inside of a tissue box. Why? <laughs> so that I won't be distracted by it. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a very, very good idea. Let me put mine in there, too. Actually, you know what? I'm reading an article out of this. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so. Um, so what this are we- is 45. Yeah. 40, yeah 40, I mean, 45. Close, yeah, 30, close 34. 34. 34, I mean. Yeah, and what are we talking about, Ezra? 34. It was the topic. We're talking about 35. 34. We are talking about 34. Actually, no, we're talking about 10. 10 commandments. Ten commandments. That's what we're talking about. And Jalen is not here today. He, he couldn't make it. Um, but we have Wesley Calhoun from one of the previous episodes. And on, boys. Boys. And he's still on his phone. What I'm What a rebel. Right what a now. rebel. I'm trying to. Uh-huh. Trying to. Not really, but I am now. Okay, well, let's get right down into the main topic. Y'all ready for this? Right up into the main topic. That's right, right up. Right down. Up, down. Down, up, left. And down. Okay, bye. All right, the Ten Commandments. Ten. Ten, ten. Commandments. How and many? There's, there's about, uh, ten. about as many fingers on my two hands combined. You only nine? Have nine. Nine Commandments. Ten. Plus ten. one. Plus one, so, which is ten. So I'm going to so. go ahead and read them off, and I know we have some some uh, some questions about the, the first couple. Um, but number one, it says, You shall have no other gods before me. Which, if you read that, you should understand it. But it's the second one that's kind of confusing. It says, do not make any idols. And we're wondering how those two they, aren't Because they different. kind of sound the exact same to me. They, re- they really do. And we'll get into that. We got number three, don't misuse the name of the Lord or don't take the Lord's name in vain. Which, that is very misunderstood That sometimes. is misunderstood, too. Number four, keep the Sabbath holy. Mm-hmm. Number five, honor your father and mother. I'm going to pound that into all of us, including me, because I'm a hypocrite. Number six, thou shall not murder. Number seven, thou shall not commit adultery. Number eight, thou shall not steal. Number nine, thou shall not give false testimony or false witness against your neighbor. And number 10, thou shall not covet your neighbor's house or your neighbor's goods or all that stuff. So, number one and two. Why, why is that confusing to you, Rebecca? Because they kind of sound the exact same thing. Like, why are they going to have two different commandments if they're the exact same? Well, there wouldn't be two commandments. Exactly. If not, yeah. I mean, I know they're different, but I don't know the difference. Like, I don't, that's, that's, I'm not comprehending the difference. 
I honestly want to say that, um, and this may not be right, but this is also what I wrote on the article. So, number one, that shall have no gods before me. That's that. How I think about that is, say you take you take your phone and you're spending so much time on your phone and your your internet, computer, all that stuff, sports. You put stuff before God and you don't you don't take the time to to sit down, pray, spend time in the Word, and just get closer and closer to God and seek out His face. But yet, you spend time in the worldly things. That's 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 how I interpret the first commandment: "Thou shalt have no other gods before me," because you're putting things before God. We, I've broken that. A lot, mm. a lot, a lot, and then the second one it says, "Do not make any idols." Which, um, I know that it was it was Aaron, I believe in, and I don't want to get this wrong. I don't want to get this wrong, so don't hold me to no, it. No, it is Aaron. It was Aaron that created the uh, the golden calf, the golden calf in the Bible, and he created an idol. So that's like making worldly idols, like you create it and you worship it, kind of like I guess you could say like the Buddhist. They create the 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 Buddhist statues and. They worship, uh, not necessarily worship, I don't know, I'm not going to say they worship it because I don't know what that religion does, and I don't even know if we should call it a religion because some people call it just a lifestyle. So, um, with Buddha, they, they, they created the, the idol right there, and that's exactly what the second commandment calls us not to do. So, does that kind of clear that up? Because that, that, yeah, that helps like, yeah. me understand that. that. Makes well, a lot sense. of times, like, here, an idol, like, you know the show American Idol, you know? Yeah. Like, a lot of times when I think of an idol, I think of somebody that I want to be or inspires me, like a famous athlete or something. They're my idol. I want to be like them. But the way that it's doing it here, like you're saying, is like worship, another thing. So when I think of like an idol, I think of like, uh, like I was saying, like someone that inspires me or something You look like up that. to. Yeah. I think, and I... You know what? Don't hold me to this. I don't know. But I think, honestly, this interpretation in the Bible of idol is like, like, um, it, it is something you look up to in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, it is something you look up to, but it's telling you not to create those idols, not to, like, put in effort, build it with your hands, and just, like, worship it, I guess you could say. Because I know that I read an article that said it's it's saying that we can't worship any idols like that. So not only just making them, but don't worship them. And so, and I feel like worshiping isn't like necessarily getting on your hands and knees and raising your hands up and yeah, no, yeah, yeah, and like you know, it's what you devote a, most your time to. That's for really. ask Siri what the definition of worship is. Okay, here it goes. Siri, what is the definition of worship? Worship means the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a deity. There so it is. the the feeling or expression of reverence and adoration for a deity and for those of you who do not know what reverence is aka me what is reverence Okay give me a moment Give him a moment people Feeling of profound respect for someone or something so just having an insane amount of respect and honor and kind of like kind of just putting it or, above God yeah yeah, yeah. so that's exactly what I kind of said earlier. It's just yeah, I would just clear that up because I didn't really know what the definition of that was. But yeah, so the third one. Let's go into the third one. It says, "Do not misuse the name of the Lord, or do not take the Lord's name in vain." And Ezra, you mentioned something about this, yes. and I'll let you take this over. PT was talking to us about this, and a lot of people. I mean, he said that a lot of people have taken this out of context, have taken this, you know, like the wrong way. Um, 
a lot of people think, you know, don't take the Lord's name in vain. They think saying, oh, my God, that kind of thing, you know, that kind of thing. It's not it's not saying, you know, oh, my God, in a sentence, but it's really taking God's name in vain, saying that you are a follower, saying you are a disciple of Christ, and then not, like, um, not following up with it, you know. Yeah. Like, saying that you're a disciple of Christ and then just not following up not with it. It's lifestyle. just, like, not living the lifestyle. You're taking his name in vain. You're saying, hey, I'm... I'm, you know, a child of God, and then you go around and you, you don't even act like it, and, and then that's taking the Lord's name in vain. It's not like saying, "Oh my God," or anything, you know, like that. But it's it's mainly, you know, taking it in vain, you know. And I think people just get get that saying the the "Oh my God" thing. They 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 don't want people to say that for one reason. That's just because of respect towards mm-hmm. God. respect. Yeah, and there is a ma- there is an amount of respect towards God in not saying that. Yeah, but that's not what it's. That's not what this, this commandment about. is talking about. But not only does this Bible tell you to uh, do this in the Ten Commandments, but also in Revelation 3 that I preached on in youth, it says that, like, do not be lukewarm. So what you're doing in that sense is you're being lukewarm because you're going out and you're telling people, you're saying, hey, yo, I am a Christian, I'm a follower of Christ, but then you go off and you go drink, smoke, cuss, do all this stuff with your friends, and, like, that's, that's, not, that's not what the Bible calls yeah. us to do. It even rebukes that not probably more than twice this is the only time i've seen it though two times in the bible but probably a lot more than twice in the bible and so that's just something that the bible tries to push into us you know because that's that's that also that that's what i see on number nine if you go to commandment number nine it says in mine it says do not give false testimony against your neighbor which also if you can translate it do not lie so what Mm -hmm. you're doing is you're telling them that you're a follower of christ but if you're actually doing these these deeds and going and cussing and drinking and smoking and all that stuff with your other friends and you're just not doing what the bible calls you to do you're basically lying about then you're lying yeah you're lying lying about your true identity Mm -hmm. and so basically, I think that some of these commandments fit into groups. I guess mm-hmm. you could say you can group them together, and they all kind of make sense a lot. You can it'll make more sense as you group them together. But yeah, a lot of them go along with each with each other very well. Yeah. So the fourth one, keep the Sabbath holy. Keep the Sabbath. This doesn't holy. necessarily mean like Sunday. Everyone's like the Sabbath day is a Sunday. Better go out to a Mexican restaurant and eat food. I mean, you know, it's not, <laughs> not necessarily really. no. Sunday, FYI. Sabbath, isn't it like, isn't Sabbath like one day of the week, yes. keeping it holy, keeping one day of the week kind of dedicated to God and being refocused to God, like one day being, you yes. know, yeah, keeping and, one day holy to, towards God. You don't have to be like at home, laying in bed, praying for 24 hours straight. It's you just, just need to pray throughout the day and not just like one prayer mm. be like oh and i'm good that's literally pt even told us that back in the day people used to like take that to an extreme yeah they would um cook the day before yeah and do everything the night before because they would say you know no you uh, there is no work on the day yeah. of sabbath like unholy have you to seen, uh, not uh, uh i don't think of it uh the movie the new one about the war and he doesn't use a gun. Ben Hur. And uh, Hacksaw Ridge. I mean, oh. Have you guys seen that? No. I've heard of it. I, I've, I, heard, I've of it. heard of it. Um, it sounds pretty interesting. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's a good movie. But the guy in there, uh, he he uh, has does his Sabbath on Sundays, mm. so he doesn't like you know believe on working and stuff. And there's this one scene wherever the general came up to him and he was like, "Yeah, I know it's your Sabbath day tomorrow." 
but uh, we have to go back up on there, and nobody else is going to go up there unless you're up there because he rescued so many people. But, yeah, it reminded me of that. Okay. So, yeah, like, <laughs> people used to take it to an extreme and not do any work like that, but even PT told us that this is, this is something you can do to keep the Sabbath holy. Spend not even an entire day. I mean, that that's what it's asking us to do is keep the Sabbath day holy, but not even spend an entire day. If you can just take your lunch, take your lunch, and just maybe maybe not eat that day, fast, pray, and study the Word of God that day. Just one day a week, you're keeping that Sabbath right there holy. Mm-hmm. And you're spending that day, that day, and you're taking that lunch, and you're not eating, and you're just fasting, and you're praying, and you're spending time in the Word, and you're keeping Him at the forefront of your mind and at the forefront of your life. Yep. Mm. And so that, that that's that's how I see that scripture or that, that uh, commandment as well. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys see that differently or... That's, that's how I see it, though. But And then the fifth commandment, honor your father and mother. Now, that's a hard one Yeah, because that, we're teenagers. That is, I feel like it's easy to honor them, but you just argue with them all the time. Like, if they tell you to do something, then you just, like, argue and, like, complain, but you're still going to do it. You Ask know what Siri what the definition of honor means. <laughs> <laughs> you're male Siri. In depth. Siri, we are back again for a definition of honor. Honor means... High respect, esteem. High respect or esteem. Okay. So the high respect. So when you respect someone. That I was wrong. You don't, <laughs> and you don't necessarily have to like do what they say if in order parent, to respect them. Because yeah. like in my situation, I don't live with my mom. And mm-hmm. so she doesn't really have any control over my life anymore. And she still tries to tell me what to do. But... I respect her by, well, I need to respect her by not saying bad things about her or mm-hmm. yeah. making yeah. jokes, which is hard, <laughs> but yeah. I don't necessarily have to listen to her and do what she says because she removed her, she removed that right out of my life. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. I think that fits in with a lot of people nowadays mm-hmm. too. Because and a lot of people are like, what if my parents aren't Christian? They tell me to do, you know, all these, you know, non-Christian things. Like then, if your parents aren't Christians and they're telling you to do non-Christian things that you know God would be against... You don't. You shouldn't do them, but you should still yeah. honor your father and mother. I mean, you don't be like, yeah. "Oh, I hate them because they're not Christians and they're telling me to do bad stuff." No, honor them as you, you still, know. But you, you still, still love them. Yeah, still love them. them and respect them and honor them. But I mean, if if it goes against God's will, your 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 father in heaven, then that's when that's like you the should, ultimate dishonor there. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, I really like this next commandment. This one's just like. Um, like really confusing is the way it says things but go ahead uh thou shall not murder <laughs> <laughs> no talking about wow, the part that, that i mean confusing really shut up Ezra. <laughs> i love you i the love you i love you the part that i mean confusing is because it says if you think or mm-hmm. hate or have anger in your heart in god's eyes it's murder and yeah. that that's yep. that's what jesus says in the on the sermon on the mount in matthew 5 which means that on the sermon on the mount like that that's not what it was back then like they didn't before the sermon on the mount that People just couldn't murder. And then he said, you know, let's take it to an extreme. Let's let's go higher than that. Let's go a step higher. And if you even have anger or hatred in your heart, you are breaking the sixth commandment. Mm -hmm. You are murdering. Yeah. In a sense. God's standards are way higher than ours. Yeah, because there's a lot of people that, like, don't agree with this, which, honestly, I'm kind of like... I don't agree, but it's not up to me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I understand that completely, yeah. And I mean, I just I think of it this way because, okay, so th- this this is how I see it. And people might ask, this is a question that I might not be able to answer honestly, but people might ask. In the Bible, it says even things like God 
loved Jacob and hated Esau. He hated Esau. And this this is this is my answer, and this may not be a correct answer, but God, this is how I see it. God may not have hated Esau, but he hated his actions. He hated the way that he portrayed God because Esau Esau was awful. And so he just hated his actions and the way he portrayed him. And so like I think that if you hate the actions of someone or the sin in someone, it's okay to hate yes. the sin because you know who causes the sin? Obviously not the one that created us. Yeah. Yes. I agree with you. And so they might ask, well, God hated people. Why can I not hate people? And that J- Jesus, I mean, that was, that was in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, Jesus is like, yo, hatred in your heart. That's murder right there. And so we, we can't be angry at our neighbor, at our brother. We can't be... This is how I think of it. Like, why sit there and be angry with him if, like, later on, if they get saved, why don't you help them out? If they're not saved, help them get saved. And then spend eternal life with them in heaven. And if they're already saved, you're going to have to deal with them in heaven anyways. I mean, come on now. Don't hate them now. Don't, don't do that. Number... Seven. Yeah, what I heard was you don't ha- you don't want to be hating someone on earth and having to live next to him in heaven. So yeah, exactly. Better forgive him now. <laughs> Commandment number seven: Thou shalt not commit adultery. Now this one kind of fits in with uh, the Sermon on the Mount as well. So it says, "Thou shalt not commit adultery." And then, then Jesus said on the Sermon on the Mount that if you even have those thoughts in your mind or you have lustful thoughts in your mind yeah. mm. towards anyone. That you are committing adultery in the, in a sense. Because this one, whenever uh, PT had a uh, a service, uh, gosh dang it, I just lost the word. Okay, but when he was preaching about this, he talked about how divorce, if you d- married a divorced person, that's committing adultery, and I've never looked at it in that way. And then I kind of thought, dang, my mom and dad have committed adultery in that sense because my mom has been married before and divorced but then i didn't think about you know all the things about the lustful thoughts and i was like oh well i guess it's a lot more common than you mm. think yeah I mean, sin yep. sin is sin there's not one sin that's like oh man they did that like that's crazy like it's not as crazy as you think because everybody sins sin is sin and so yeah. if you if you find out that someone has done something that you can't even imagine like if i Let's just say that Rebecca has murdered somebody and we would like she just came out and said, you know, I actually have murdered somebody like I mean, I got so angry with them that I murdered them and we would be freaking out right now, dude. We would be so freaking out. But the thing is, sin is sin. I mean, like like in God's eyes, it's his uh-huh. Mur- murder is as bad as a lie. I mean, yeah, him. like like I mean, if you had hatred for somebody, you did that yeah. basically. I yeah. mean, in God's standards, that was I mean, sin is sin. Nothing is bigger than you no know, sin is bigger than any other sin. So, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. And so if we go to commandment number eight and PT just walked in the room. So PT, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is, this is no, 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 no. I want to know this, but so number eight, this is, this is how I look at it. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Number eight says thou shall not steal. All right. And if I take this commandment, this is how I do it. I like to put my commandments in groups and this is why it makes it easier in my brain. So would number eight fit in? With commandment number 10, because commandment number 10 says, thou shalt not covet your neighbor's house, your neighbor's goods, and stuff like that. So, thou shalt not covet, which the definition of covet is to, to long for, I guess you could say, right? To to have a desire to have. And so, yeah, jealousy in a way. So, commandment number 8 and commandment number 10, would that fit in a group? 
Yes, um, but that's because if you look at uh, the commandments, a lot of times what scholars do, uh, commentators and things like that, is they'll group the commandments anyway. Yeah. And so you have you have these commandments um, that all actually, if, if you could actually keep commandment number one, you'd be able to keep the rest. But the commandments deal with God um, and, and our relationship to him, um, and then the commandments deal with our relationship to one another. Um, and so just if we were able to keep the, the Ten Commandments, we would be able to keep all the commandments because you could sum them up the way Jesus does when he says, um, uh, he had a lawyer ask him, so what's the greatest commandment? And he says, you've heard it said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, right? Um, but I say to you, love the Lord your God with, uh, or not but I say to you, but he says, um, and, and that's true, that's the greatest commandment. And the second one is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Um, and you can group the Ten Commandments into those two categories, and so yeah, they they are grouped together. Um, and if if you break Commandment number eight, then you've already broken Commandment number ten. Yeah, um, yeah. So they they kind of proceed from one another. That's very true. Um, and as as we were starting this podcast out, I remember this this speech that you were giving us that one Saturday about about the Ten Commandments, how you were you were breaking it down, and we were trying to see if we were going to be able to survive <laughs> this without failing all Ten Commandments. We barely got we one. We barely passed, and no, explain explain you, to us how difficult it is. We didn't pass. We barely um, got and actually, one. And actually, I would go back and erase the one that I actually gave you guys uh, oh, after studying Uh-oh. a bit more. <laughs> That's um, really depressing. The only, the only one that we had said that you, you actually kept was keep the Sabbath holy, um, but... Or was that the one, or was no, it? No, I it, think was, it was okay. The never mind. Name in vain, it was the it? Lord's name in vain. Um, but you've probably broken that one too. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what was your question? Can I want I want you to explain to them because I I feel like that people that listen to this may think that the Ten Commandments are easy to keep. They're easy to keep. And after after Jesus' sermon on the Mount, when he goes off and he talks about how if you have hatred in your heart or anger in your heart, you've already broken the sixth commandment. And then lustful thoughts broken the seventh commandment, and so just inward inward thoughts and inward anger and hatred, you've already broken some of these. So can you explain to them how hard it is to keep all ten commandments? It's impossible. I mean, the the ten commandments we we would look at those and we go, okay, well this is, I mean this is pretty basic, um, but what Jesus reveals to us is that um, God's not after. Um, your your perfect outward obedience, but your perfect inward outward in every kind of way obedience. Um, and so, ke- keeping the Ten Commandments is is something that um, like we can look at that and we can say, okay, this is a good you know setup for maybe moral um, conduct, right? This is something that if we kept this, we would we would really love God, we'd really love our neighbor. But it's it's something that's that's really um, it was never intended, I don't think, for us to be able to fully keep. Um, yeah. I, and I think Jesus shows us that because what, what he's doing there in the Sermon on the Mount that you referenced a moment ago is he's, he's showing us that what God requires is a perfect righteousness from us. Um, and that goes down to our heart motivations. And, and we just, we, we're not able to do that and to keep that. And so the, the point of the Ten Commandments, honestly, and, and the point of the law um, Paul says in Romans was to um, really show us the need we have for a savior yeah. Um, yeah. that that the need we have for the law to be written on our hearts not just to be written on tablets of stone or written in a book and so God's 
working out in the world for this um, is is sending his son to um, redeem the world um, and and to redeem sinners out of their sin and so um, yeah I don't know if that answers your question direct yeah. exactly but yeah. I mean yeah so so I mean it's an impossibility of actually keeping these um, that that doesn't mean though okay don't don't take that to mean oh well we can't do it so we shouldn't even you know we should just throw these out and not worry about it um, like Paul Paul says in Romans and, and Jesus says in Matthew 5 like you know Paul says um, the laws the law's not sinful the law's not wrong the law just shows me that I'm a sinner and and Jesus says don't think I've come to get rid of the law or abolish the law but I came to fulfill it so it's something to strive for yes um, and, and we want we want we want to strive in the right way um, mm-hmm. so there, there's two different kinds of effort um, there's there's effort in our own where we could say okay I'm gonna I'm gonna strive toward this in uh, my in in my flesh and striving towards something in your flesh is 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 looking at okay here's the rules here's what to do and let's say we're approaching this as a Christian we're like okay I've been I've been saved by Jesus I've been redeemed I've been rescued from my sin and now what I'm going to do is I'm going to try my best to keep all this stuff that he's commanded me. Um, that's that's human effort. Um, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to grip my teeth. I'm going to bear it. I'm going to make it happen. Um, but what we're called to is grace-driven effort, where we, we live not for but from the grace of God, right? And so the grace of God's come in. It's begun this work inside of us, changing and transforming us. And it's driving and, and building on this effort to look like Jesus and to um, to be like Jesus. And if there's a big bump in the sound on that, that's because I just punched the microphone <laughs> hardcore, like square in the jaw. Um, and so anyways, um, but so, so efforts, efforts, a good thing. If it's done from the right place, we, we have to move from the grace we've received and, and the new life we have in Christ, not trying to earn that or, or move toward that because we've already been given it. For the believer. You know, I doubt you were expecting to come in here and have us ask you questions, but you came in here at the perfect time because before we started recording this episode, I I was stuck on one commandment, and that commandment is one we have not hit yet. And so you being, I guess, an expert with some of this stuff, the commandment number nine. Don't call me an expert. Not necessarily. I mean, no, you, you've, you've been through more not schooling. An you've been through more schooling than we have. Um, commandment number nine in, in my Bible, it says thou shalt not give false testimony against your neighbor, which in the kids one, I guess you could say to sum it all up, thou shalt not lie. Now, is there a, is there a, uh, a deeper meaning to this? I mean, there's probably a bit more of a complex meaning, but if you don't lie, you're not going to bear false witness. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you, if you, if you can succeed at not lying, then you're going to succeed at not bearing false witness. It's, um, I don't. I don't know the Hebrew to this, and I don't know the the root of all this because I've never actually done a legit study on it to be able to answer this with 100% accuracy because I'm not an expert. <laughs> but I would say that um, false witness with that instead of is there, I mean, there's there's a word for lying. Yeah. Um, there's there's lying is, is is in the Bible as a word, right? So that means that there, there's there's one there. Um, and I would venture to guess that it's different than whatever words translated here. False witness. Um, and this probably carries with it a legal sense or a community sense. Um, so, so the Ten Commandments were not given to individuals. That I mean, they're not given to um, an individual person. Yeah. Um, they were actually given to a people. Um, so these are 
in one sense, yes, we can. We need to apply them, and individually, if we apply them, then their true function, which is as a community standard for the people of God, is going to be worked out. And so I think that's probably where that word false witness is is in there is because it's the community standard yeah. of that. Make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Do you guys have anything else to add to this before we wrap this main topic discussion up? I think it's been good. This has been good. Well, mm-hmm. just, you know, that Bible verse about, you know, how hard it is to actually enter the kingdom of heaven for rich people to enter the kingdom of heaven because that guy came up to Jesus and was like, Hey, I've kept all the commandments, you know, you know what I mean? We talked yeah, about this. Yeah. yeah we yeah. talked about this in the recent Yeah. Episodes. Like there was, there was a, I, where is that at in the Bible? I forget. I, my, my brain went blank as soon as you said that. Well, PT, do you remember specifically where that was or? I think so. I'm, I'm confirming. Conf- he's confirming. Yeah, confirming. Um, and I have it in the wrong spot, so I'm not 100% sure. I know it's in, uh, I'm pretty sure it's in Matthew and Luke. Anyway, a man <laughs> goes up, I'm just going to give you like the, the, the. Oh, it's Matthew 18. Matthew, Matthew 18. 18. Excuse me, Luke 18. Luke, Luke 18. 18. Luke 18. So it's here. Verses 18 you have it. through through 30. Nice. Do you want to read that for us or do you want me to? Here, I got it. You, you do it. This is y'all's podcast. I, I literally know. just walked in to fix something on your phone. Okay, so it's 18, <laughs> ver- chapter 18, right? No. Yes, 18. I stole Wesley's microphone. Versus, <laughs> uh, where is it at? The rich ruler, is that it? Yeah, yeah. 18 through 30. I said that Man, don't even. All right, here we go. And a ruler asked him, him meaning Jesus, good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says to the man, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. Which, you know, John Bevere, good or God. Uh, you know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. And he said, all these I have kept from my youth. Um, when Jesus heard this, he said to him, one thing you still lack. Sell all that you have and distribute it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven and follow me. But when he heard these things, he became very sad and he was very he was extremely rich with, you know, the wealth of the world. Jesus, seeing that he had become sad, said, How difficult it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God, for it is easier for a camel, which y'all know what a camel is, is that thing with all the humpies and stuff, you know, to go through the eye of a needle, which if you guys don't sew, then you probably may not know, you know, what needle I'm talking about. When you, you know, when you do thread and stuff, there's this little needle, and there's the eye of the needle, which is an extremely small little loop that you put the ne- the thread in. I think they get it. Yeah, you guys get it. <laughs> it is harder for a camel to go through the eye of that little needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And so, just kind of reading that, I mean... That's just kind of explains how hard it is really to keep, you know, all this and and for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven because they have so much wealth and they have all their life built on the wealth that they have made in the earth and yeah. of the world. And if you're building all your rich and all your wealthiness, your richness and all your wealth <laughs> in the world, then I mean it's going to be extremely hard for you to enter the kingdom of heaven because you don't enter through the kingdom of heaven through the world's riches and the wealth, but God's riches and wealth, which is his grace. Yes. Uh, just real fast. I know I like, jumped in here at the last minute, but um, I'm just interject. Like, so 
you, I, I'm not sure exactly what the context. I missed the first part of this conversation that the rich young ruler came into this in. Um, but one thing that I think you probably didn't notice as you were reading that, and then like because you had a different point okay. you were making with it. Yeah. Um, but Jesus says, you know the commandments. Mm. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Mm. Um, do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother. Mm. Right? He says yeah. that to him. Yeah. What's the rich young ruler's response? He said, okay, I'm done. I did it. He says, I've, ca- I've kept he all He says, these I've done it. Youth. He yeah. says, I, I've, I've did it. So basically, this this story of the rich young ruler is pointing to... Um, saying that he's perfect. Jesus didn't correct him on that. Yeah. Okay? So so Jesus, who mm. knows, knows the heart, right? Um, mm. God in flesh, this guy comes and says... Jesus says, oh, well, you know the commandments. You know, how do I inherit eternal life? And gives him the commandments. And the guy goes, I got it, bro. I did it. And Jesus doesn't go, no, you don't. Dang. No, no, no. What he responds with is he says, he says, good. There's a one thing that you lack. Man. One thing. Go and sell all that you have and come follow me. Mm-hmm. And the the point of that is yes, because Jesus says the point of this, like, it's really difficult for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. But I think something else that, that we should notice with that is this dude was killing it. He was killing it. I mean, it. he was crushing it. And it was <laughs> like, like for real, like he was, he, he was doing this to the letter and he wants eternal life. And Jesus says, you have one thing left to do. And he couldn't do it. Because the one thing, yes, it had to do with riches, but it had more to do, I think. With killing it? Is that it? No. Okay. I, I thought that's it, well, where kill, going. With killing sin. With killing you know, sin. I mean, and, and I mean that in, in this, the thing that was keeping him from eternal life was an unwillingness to submit all of his life to Jesus. Mm-hmm. To, to give everything he had and, and consider Jesus as of greater value than wealth. Jesus as of greater value than rule keeping. And I think that's that's the thing about the Ten Commandments when we see it through the lenses of Jesus is that Jesus trumps rule keeping, yet he gives us the the power through the Holy Spirit, Ezekiel chapter thirty six or thirty seven, one of the two. Thirty six, thirty seven is dry bones. Um he gives us a new heart and he writes the law of God on our hearts so that we're moved to obey his decrees and follow his commands. And so that's that's something we don't need to overlook. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude was killing the Ten Commandments way better than you were. I mean, yeah, yeah. right. And yeah. he's still he's still God's after a heart that's submitted to Christ, that longs for Christ, that has affections for Christ, not just someone who can keep some commandments written on stone. Yeah, but someone who's got the commandments of God written on their heart. Mm-hmm. Definitely, very true. Well. It's been re- this has very been been a very good discussion. Really I think it's been really good. It gave me a new perspective on that. I never actually would have seen it yeah, like that. But I. it's good to think of it like that is very true. That is very true. Does anybody else have anything to say before we wrap it up? Speak now for every whole speech. I'm good. I do not. As we want to uh, end this in prayer, I would like to. Well, thank you, Jesus, for uh, just giving us this opportunity to be here together and talk about your word with all the people who are listening. And I just pray that you would give us wisdom to really understand this and help it to get in our hearts so that we can uh, follow after you and help us not to get so caught up in doing all these you know, commandments, not get so caught up in, in killing it and everything, but really get just you know be focused on and um, submitting our lives to you and keeping your, your um, 
just just keeping our focus on you and following after you and not really, you know, going for the rules and everything, but for, for your love, God, I just pray that you would help us to have a good day today. And then we just pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, PT. I'm sorry, I just jumped in here. Oh, no, no. That was actually the perfect time because I was almost stuck on this ninth commandment, but you helped me through it because I I didn't didn't know if there was like a lot more to it or not, but you added a lot into this talk anyways, so. I I literally just came in here to do that and I thought, I almost died. All right, first try, first try, first try. First try. Oh. Oh. I actually just. Oh, okay, well, this has been the main topic of discussion. We'll get right into mindless chatter. <laughs> thank you, it. Wesley. Thank you, PT. Thank you, guys. Let's keep right down into the segments. <laughs> Welcome to the mindless chatter segment. What you playing, Ezra? I'm playing Battle Cats. <laughs> Why? Because it's, the, I don't know, it's a great game. I have to defeat the monsters. It's basically a, a game of my life. Yeah, I was about to ask you, um, didn't you create this game? Yeah, I created this game. It's called Battle Cats. It's a story of my life. Really? How is it a story of your life? Well, my pets are the cats, okay? And my neighbors are the dogs. And the neighbors are always trying to kill me because they know who I am. And so I have to send out my cats as, um, I have to send out my cats as warriors to go kill my neighbors. And they just keep coming back over and over. What are your cats' names? They have a lot of different names. I name them, I I couldn't tell you. The first one, uh. Don't they have different names for each day of the week? Each day of the week, yeah. Yeah, they change their name every day? Today's Roger. (laughs) Oh. Okay, so I just name all my cats Roger, so if I say Roger, they all kind of look towards me, so it'll be good. So, what's their name tomorrow? Tomorrow is Timothy. Dude. Victory. I freaking destroyed. All right, would you please get off of Battle Cats now? Let's oh have gosh. a mindless chatter, just okay? Just a minute. Just a minute. A hipster minute. What are you doing? It's, what? Can you just go away? Go away! It's giving me all this free stuff! Okay, excuse Ezra, me. Ezra, so I have a question for you. Oh, I'm, oh. Are you going to vote for Kanye West in 2020? Absolutely. You are? Yes. Why? Kanye is the best. Kanye is my favorite. He is my hero. Kanye will be the best ever. He will be the best president. I feel like he will bring a whole new perspective. So, um, if Hillary decides to run in 2020 again, will you still vote for no. Kanye? No. Oh, 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 yes, I, yes, I will, because Hillary, she's had her chance, I mean, Hillary, you've had your chance, like, twice now, haven't you? I mean, you were the wife of Bill Clinton, the president, so you could have done something there. Dude, she's your wife. I know, but she's also Bill Clinton's wife, which is really weird, which is another negative, but, I mean, Hillary, you had your chance to to do something whenever you were in office with Bill, and then whenever you ran again, just not too long ago, you just lost, so apparently... You're just not very good, Hillary. She I mean, actually ran against uh, President Obama. You in, actually ran against President Obama and lost again. Like if this does not, if this does not tell you that you suck like a vacuum, I don't know what will. <laughs> I don't know what will. Okay. Maybe a vacuum itself could tell you because I'm done. I'm through, Hillary. We're we're done. So we're speaking of inanimate objects, talking and uh, having real life conversations with people. 
Um, you were telling me this story about how um, you you believe that your Toy Story action figures from when you were a kid actually come to life when you leave the room. Yes, I do believe that, absolutely. And, and oh. the reason being is because when I left my room, I heard noises in there of people like shifting things around. And then when I ran out, whenever I ran back in and jumped in, the toys were outside of the toy bag, toy box. They were outside their toy box and just laying on the ground. But I had put them in my toy box whenever I left the room. I had put my them in their toy box. And then whenever I ran in, they were just laying on the ground and all of my stuff had been disorganized. Are you sure someone didn't like come in and like rob your bedroom? I'm absolutely sure because as soon as I walked out, that's when I heard the shifting around. Like nobody could have possibly have gotten in. I just heard the shift around as soon as I walked outside the room. So how do you I know, know that, how do you know that we're not action figures and then when we go to sleep our owner comes in? No, that's I, that's one of the things. It's like have you ever seen Men in Black? Yes. The whole the, our whole universe is just a marble and there's this alien who's just playing marbles with all these different universe is Dude, universes. Playing marbles. How do you play marbles? Okay, I'm done with you because marbles is the most ancient game I've ever <laughs> Marbles is literally... I'm not even I joking. Too. I, I'm marbles. not even. No, I'm not even joking. Too. The marbles is like legitimately a game. I'm not. I did not know that. Oh my gosh, Anthony! It is like legitimately a real game, and I've played marbles what before. Okay, so basically, there's this the circle, okay, and you have marbles I don't all care. over. Okay, fine. We're not even <laughs> talking about. If you want to know more about marbles, ask Siri. Not my Siri, <laughs> your Siri, because my Siri has had enough for today. So Ezra, what? I have a question. Whenever it gets super cold outside, you tend to wear one glove on a hand and not the other hand. So, I have a, why is that? You know, it's mainly because Michael Jackson is my hero, and he did that. And so, it just really, it it gave him a sense of, of power and authority, just having one glove on. Just kind of like, I don't have to wear two gloves because I'm in charge. And so, I kind of was like, I want that. You know, I want to be in charge like that. So, now, I just wear one glove, and people are like, dang, he's only wearing one glove. He can do whatever the heck he wants to. Dude. It's pretty cool. You guys, um, who has the Hipster Minute Snapchat right here? Anybody have the Hipster Minute Snapchat up? Yo, if y'all do not have the Hipster Minute on Snapchat, you need to like go right now and add the Hipster Minute on Snapchat. And if you don't have a Snapchat, if it's for good causes, good job. But, I mean, I definitely... <laughs> Go! I'm sorry, I'm being attacked right now by outside aliens of anonymous aliens. And oh gosh, they're coming in from all directions. What is this? Oh my word, dude, they're coming in. I don't know what to do. Oh my gosh, hide your kids, hide your wife. Hold on, let me ask Siri what to do because I really Siri, what do you do when you're being attacked by aliens and you're really scared and you're about to pee your pants? Checking my sources. Hurry up! Checking his sources. Hold on. What I found on the web for what do you do when you're being attacked by aliens and you're really scared about to be your pants? Uh, let's see. There's the aliens <laughs> will overthrow America. Ezra. Ezra. What? Oh, can you just wait a little bit, alien? <laughs> okay, I'm trying to look up what to do here. So the aliens will overthrow America. The watcher flies. <laughs> Three ways to survive a lion attack. I'm not sure why that's relevant, but hey, it's in there, so why not just go ahead and take a look at that? Peeing your pants. Why do people urinate when they're scared? That's definitely something we should look at. Uh, the iron skeptic. How to tell you've been abducted by dot dot dot. Well, they probably got abducted. Um, aliens 1986. Quotes. I am Oh my gosh! It shot me in the back. I'm dying. I'm shrinking. Ah! Water! Cause I'm a witch. I'm dead. Oh man, 
Ezra, are you okay? Ezra, are you... <laughs> He's getting drugged out of the room as we speak with a smile on his face. <laughs> he said he died. <laughs> but he died with a smile. Well, that was the Mindless Chatter segment. We will see you next week for our final and last Mindless Chatter until the break. We'll see you later. <laughs> And that was the that 34th one. back, episode. guys. 35th. Back. I'm back. 34th. 34th. I got abducted by aliens. 56th. 35th. 30, I can't, I can't talk about 89th. it, though, because, I mean, it's Area 51 kind of stuff. The aliens, I, have to, I can't talk uh, about it. because. Dude, what's the behind your ear? <gasps> is it a coin? Because if it is, I swear <laughs> I'm going to take it. I'm going to buy, like, an ice cream cone or something. <laughs> you can't buy an ice cream cone with just a coin. Uh, what yes, type of coin is it? If it's, like, a $5 coin. Yeah, it's a gold coin. That costs, like, a bajillion dollars. It's a pirate coin. Coin it's a gold, a no, it's a golden, legitimate pirate treasure coin from back in like 1400s. Those Can are plastic, it? Ezra. 1492. They're not plastic. Bro, they're plastic. No, they're... Okay. <laughs> it's chocolate inside. Oh, yes. Hook me up. Dude. <laughs> chocolate is the world's treasure. There you go. Dude. Probably the most correct thing All right, so seen. this is not the last week, but next week is going to nope. be the last week until yes. we take our month break and we'll be getting right back to you guys around oh, January shit. time. And we'll miss you. Yeah, we'll miss your faces. Um, we're we we're going to get an app for the iPhone and Android coming out hopefully by then. There's a lot you know new, a lot more, new a lot more things A lot new more things. A lot more new things. A lot more new things. What's the topic for next week, y'all? God uh, talk, right? Off God topic. Talk. Off oh. topic. It's called Off Topic. Last time it was Last called, time God, it was talk, called God Talk. But this time it's going to be called Off Topic, and we're talking about literally anything that has the topic of God. So <laughs> I was close. If we're off topic, we're on topic. I Makes was sense? on topic Makes sense. Now. Yep, that's true. All right, so let's you get... What? 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 Well, thank you guys for being here. Yeah, thank you. We, we appreciate, appreciate you. Your faces. Um, no, I don't. We <laughs> love you as <laughs> as listeners. We really do. We appreciate you. We love you, and we 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 love you, and we love you, and we love you. And, and we also hope you we send us you. money. No, I'm just kidding. And You're send okay. us money continue because we love you. Um, continue, continue listening. listening because we love you. Yeah, because don't we love you, and, and Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. We'll but give we love you lots of notice about when our next episode is coming. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Don't worry. No. Um, and I think this has been pretty good. So thank you guys it's for really being here. Good. We love yeah. you. All right. And so. by the way, next week we will have actually a video. Not it's not going to be a video episode, but we're going to have video of us recording our last episode awesome. until our break, so you guys That's can right. watch it. And it will be on YouTube. We will put the link out on our social media sites. And make sure if you ever go out on a cold night, make sure you only wear one glove to show your dominance and your that authority too. over everything else. So make sure you do that. Thank you. And goodbye. <laughs>